0: Welcome back, everyone, to another Eat Speed podcast, the most delicious podcast of the Metroplex. I'm Bud Kennedy. And Steve Wilson. Oh, it, is, it is Cinco de Mayo time, and Lupe Ayala wants to jump in already because he's got margaritas for us. He's got uh, La Playa Maya ready to talk about. It is Cinco de Mayo time. We want to be sure and talk about the difference in Cinco de Mayo this year and last year. Lupe, you had a pretty wild Cinco de Mayo last year, and it wasn't because of tequila. Tell us about that.
1: Well, it was our first time doing online packages and online
0: margaritas
1: and online margaritas and we ended up getting a little overwhelmed. I think it happened to a lot of us. A lot of people got overwhelmed.
0: How and many we were, did you How many did you
1: sell online for people? Do you have any idea? I don't have a number. Uh, oh. We ran out of beef some at some point during the afternoon wow i mean we got overwhelmed it was overwhelmed. last year
0: everybody had been home for a couple of weeks everybody was really itching for a margarita and a fajita and they everybody wanted to call up and have la playa maya send it out well this year more of us have had the, the the vaccines we've got our shots we can come out come out to la playa maya and enjoy it and you know in general cinco de mayo is a really big year in the restaurant, a really big day in the restaurant. Yeah. Is it one of your biggest days?
1: It, it has turned into that over the years. It wasn't like that when we started. We started 33 years ago. Right. And at that point, it wasn't much of anything. Uh, thanks to Corona and marketing in America and great marketing, uh, it has it's turned into
0: beer, in. right? The beer. It,
1: it's one of the teams. Corona it, beer I, I, is what we're talking she, about. When we, yeah, you know, when when we yeah, said grown grown Corona, beer.
0: we used to mean beer.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yes, I have to clarify that. Uh, so lately, I, I would put it in the top three days of the year for us. Cinco de Mayo, know, obviously being a Mexican restaurant, uh, it really has turned out into a top three easily.
0: You know, that is the, the story that in, in the year after you opened was when Corona Beer and Gambrinus started promoting Cinco de Mayo as a big restaurant holiday in America and Cinco de Mayo always celebrated the, the victory of Puebla, which was led by Texan. I have to point out General Zaragoza, but the, uh, so it was Texas beating the French and something we're always happy to celebrate, but you know, it, it was Corona that really made it a big celebration.
1: Exactly. Uh, it, it really has turned out into a great, obviously a great day for us, but Mexican restaurants, I guess.
0: What are the margaritas that you do, and are, are you doing different ones now? How many different ones do you do? Uh, we'll talk about your margaritas first, and then we'll talk about your good food.
1: Yeah, no margaritas. We are. We do offer obviously our house margarita, and we do use gold gold tequila for that. Uh, so it's an upscale house for us. Uh, but we do specialty tequilas, obviously the. Uh, what you, we used to call uptown or, you know, the, 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 years ago used to be the gold margarita and then the specific tequila. But we're, we got a uh, two levels up of that margarita, the house margarita, and you can have obviously whatever tequila you want on our upscale margaritas. We do give you that option. So whatever tequila, special tequila you want, we can use that on that fresh lime. We do, I mean, it's an upscale margaritas. We do offer a, a whole level of that.
0: Steve, are you more of a top shelf or a premium margarita guy? Which are you? I'm more of a premium, you know, whatever (laughs) gold thing they have, you know, normally. Grand Marnier? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, well, control, you you know, if you go up, we use control instead of Grand Manier. so you can go up a little bit and mix it for a smoother operation. You know, it's not as rough on the throat like uh, mm. the the lower end Margaritas. And again, that's why we we bumped it up to a better tequila for us. I like the softer. It's uh, strong enough, but uh, you know, I don't want somebody to complain about being too way too strong, You're like alcohol. So we do a uh, nicer tequila on our house, Margarita. Yeah, all
0: yeah, like, this yeah is very, no frozen no margarita for me either. All the this is card? very important this year because the Mother's Day, you know, is only four days after Cinco de Mayo, so you, you have to have recovered in time for Mother's Day. So it's right,
1: and, and I have to do say that we do get, as um You know, we serve a Hispanic market also. We're pretty wide spectrum of clients. So we get obviously a double dip because uh, Mother's Day in the US is that Sunday. But for the Hispanics, it will be the 10th of May that falls on that Monday. So we'll have a pretty good weekend. Uh, We'll be busy the whole weekend and Monday because we do get for us, the 10th of May, the Mexican, when uh, you know Mexicans celebrate Mother's Day, it hits us as hard as the regular Mother's Day. So we thought we'd get a double whammy.
0: Well, so yeah, it, you,
1: it, it'll be busy for us for a while.
0: You talked about La Playa Maya has four locations: one on the north side, south side, and then the west side, and and uh, Hudson Oaks <laughs> as well. And we talked about the you talked about the two uh, clientels that La Playa Maya serves. So this is a good place, probably to talk about food, so Steve, show us the shrimp. Well, I, I, we start out with a shrimp cocktail. <laughs> yeah. This is what, Loopy, you told me that La Playa Maya is known more as a Morisco's restaurant, a seafood restaurant on the north and south side, and a enchilada and fajita place on the west side and an Hudson Oaks, and I think that's really remarkable that you've been able to, to have two different kinds of branding with the,
1: the exactly. same restaurant. Exactly. We, we're one of the few guys that I think are able to pull that off. We're, uh, to one market, we're a seafood place, and to the mainstream, we're more a Tex-Mex place. And so we do get the, to tap into both markets. Now, on the north side and south side, we're a little bit more on the heavily on the, onto seafood. And us, when you come west, we, we are getting a little heavier on the Tex-Mex. So we do both, we, we try to play to both markets.
0: You started out as a seafood restaurant and the first time I came, when you were in the little place on Central next to Jim Lane's law office, I just remember having ceviche. The-
1: right, and we, we didn't have any Tex-Mex back then. This is back in, you know, late 80s or early 90s, we didn't have any Tex-Mex. But, but people, you know, we would get tables of four, you know, to larger parties. And there would be that one guy or that one lady that would say, "I don't want this. I, could I get some fajitas? Could I get some enchiladas?" So I would get back there and cook it up for them. And it's like, "Oh, jeez, this is pretty good." So okay. <laughs> so we started, and as we started developing a regular clientele, they would demand—not demand—but they would ask us to add. You know, the, the, you need to add this to your menu. So a lot of the plates, including a couple of seafood plates, they were originally made for particular people. I could probably give you some names of those people that specifically asked for that and that we would make that for them. And it just made it into the menu. Yeah. So that's why we have such a big menu.
0: You didn't need to have enchiladas and tacos when you opened because I couldn't believe it. When you opened, Jimenez was still open across the street. Right. and And Sammy's next door. Right, and so you had you had Jimenez, Sammy's, and El Rancho Grande, which the Falcon family just retired yeah. on the other corner, and so you were surrounded by uh, enchiladas and tacos, and so you right, were but the, nobody the was place.
1: addressing nobody was addressing the Hispanic market, yeah. nobody was going right after them, and that's how we survived. We went after the Hispanic market on the north side, so we would sometimes find. Uh, you know, normal you know, an American come in and we would tell them, what are you doing? How are you lost? (laughs) Because (laughs) none of my staff spoke English back then. You know, we didn't have any waitresses that really spoke English. So Jim Lane would come over and obviously you and people would come over. And it, 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 we were starting to get known on the mainstream, but originally we were a Hispanic driven uh, restaurant. That's how we survived. A,
0: a little hole in the wall, a little hole. Yeah, in the
1: exactly. Street. It was a little hole in the wall, little house. It was a converted old house.
0: Talk about the, 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 you know, what the, the Mayan beach is. When, when, you hear, when we think about fish tacos, we think of the West Coast restaurants that are that, uh, right. serving fish tacos. And of course, then the, the fuzzies chain took it and made it into a, a whole company. But, right. uh, but you're you're more of a Cancun style? Right. I mean, a, more it, of a Yucatan? Yucatan?
1: The Yucatan Peninsula. Uh-huh. Yeah, the Yucatan Peninsula style of seafood. So that ceviche yucateco, you know, it refers to the Yucatan Peninsula. It's a very simple ceviche. And I think that's why it survives, uh, uh, you know, survived 33 years, that plate because I think you can make it whatever you want and people will spice it up or they just take it in like that. It's very light. A lot of women like it and it is, some people will start putting stuff on it. So you're basically getting the, the product at a very basic level. So, you know, it's has been very popular for us. And, but that's the way you get it down in the Yucatan. That's exactly the way you get it.
0: Steve, what looks good in the, the, uh, the Texas menu, do you have the brisket relleno or the steak and shrimp? Do you have any photos? Uh, of that? No, I had the... Uh... That's the, the pollo champignones. I thought that that's was it, a yeah. very interesting dish. And that yeah. that is a dish I don't see in any no. other restaurants. It, it's, a, it's a grilled chicken smothered, in, uh, and those are nice mushrooms with that, and, uh, yeah. and, and onions and poblanos. And, and that's the you know, way it
1: comes. It has some rice and a scoop of guacamole on yeah. it. So it's, it's, you know, it's, it's enough for two people, to be honest. Uh, we're throwing 12 ounces of chicken in there. <laughs> yeah.
0: So it's one of those
1: plates that's designed to make you go, wow. Yeah. yeah. So you really and that's have something
0: really you could split.
1: Exactly. And a lot of people do, or a lot of people, we know that when we sell one of those, there's going to be a to go box coming to that table.
0: And I think that's $14 or $15. It's not. A yeah, it's so right bad. at
1: $14. Exactly. 14. Yeah,
0: that, something. So that and that's another thing. Your menu prices have, have really, uh, I mean, you're not charging. Uh, I think everybody makes this joke now and I'll just go ahead and make it. You're not charging Papa prices. prices.
1: So. Exactly. <laughs> no, I mean,
0: nobody no. wants to pay $22 for an enchilada dinner. So.
1: Right. Or, or, you know, the very few people want to pay twenty six dollars for skirt beef uh, if I get right. this.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. you're yeah. still in the you're still charging small restaurant prices for a pretty big restaurant. Well you branched out from your little place on Central, then you you moved to you got the restaurant on Hemp Hill in a house right. that's like a hundred years old, and then you got that place on the north side that has some grand old history to it. So you got these two right. big historic locations.
1: Right, and and that that the north side location being the now city city hall or North Fort Worth city north hall,
0: North Fort Worth city hall, yeah,
1: yeah. uh when you look
0: at the port- arches on the front, that's where the fire. Uh, yeah, there's two big arches in front, and that's where the the fire wagons would come out. The horses and right. pulling the fire wagons would come out. It's really amazing.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful building, but no, we've been blessed, and uh, obviously, you know, one of the things that favors uh, a guy like myself as far as the pricing. Is I don't have investors. So, you know, I'm on my own. We've been growing this thing slowly on our own. So I don't have to pay dividends every quarter. And a lot of people, you know, they're going, they're having, especially corporate money, you know, they, they, where they have to make the dividends. So the prices are, I just find it incredible what people are charging nowadays for, for food.
0: Steve, do you have any questions about La Playa Mile? Well, I'm at the, 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 I also saw a lot of desserts. So, so y'all do a lot of desserts too?
1: Well, yeah, we tried, uh, you know, to make it a sweet ending. That is a we homemade one. That's my mother-in-law's recipe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not my recipe. That's my mother-in-law uh, that gave me that recipe it's, 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 it's thirty-three years ago. So we still make that. Yeah, that's a. It's actually a pain to make, but it's real good. <laughs> yeah, we, we. That's why we. It's we not
0: enough it. for a box.
1: <laughs> well, it's, I think it, it only has like 200 calories.
0: <laughs> oh, that's all, I'm sure. And yeah. you're probably closer to the Ridgely location. The Ridgely location is a, is a completely different um, style of restaurant. And, of course, it used to be a famous old uh, Dos Hermanos was a popular restaurant growing up. Right. So it's got a long restaurant long legacy history. there in the Sunset, sunset Drive in the uh, 6333 shopping center right now you're doing some expansion there at Ridgely, right
1: well i'm redoing that patio we're gonna enclose it and obviously add some air conditioning to it to to give it a little bit more usage right now with we're in texas you know so we're either freezing or we're burning up Uh, we need to somehow stabilize that temperature in there so we're adding some heaters to that area and brand new furniture, so by the summer you, that's going to look very nice. What do you? Think and people- I want to reflect some of the inside on the outside, so it's not a completely different experience.
0: What do you think people should know about uh, about the the food you're serving? What, what do you think Texans don't know that they should appreciate, or what what do you wish they would try on your menu?
1: Well, I, I, would, I would suggest to some people to be a, a little bit more adventurous. I know that everybody likes to remain, you know, stay with the uh, true and safe, which is the fajitas and stuff. But, you know, the, uh, we do a lot more with food than just the fajitas and the enchiladas. So, and, and especially some of the seafood dishes that we offer, the mojo de ajo, uh, a la mexicana and stuff. Those, those plates are really good plates. Uh, we have a, a little filet, it's so a small, you know, eight ounce filet, uh, fish filet that we throw with a sauce that, 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 you know, we have crawfish or you got shrimp on it. It has tequila base and it's wonderful little sauce. Um, and it's a wonderful plate. And I would say be adventurous and, and understand that if you come to our places and if you didn't like something, we're happy to, you know, change it for you and you're not going to get charged for it. So you can be adventurous with, you know, on my penny.
0: <laughs> I don't, if I get the tequila Yucatacana, or the tilapia yucatecano, I don't think I'm going to send it back. I, I think I'll probably keep it.
1: (laughs) Well, what I'm saying is one of the things that over the years, you know, people sometimes have told me you can't do that, is if you come to my place and you say, I don't like it, uh, well, you're not going to pay for it. I'm not, You know, we we develop customers. We want a relationship with you guys.
0: I hate to put you on the spot. I hate to put you on the spot. Are there other little restaurants in Fort Worth that you think are really tried and true that are really the places like the little – you know, the little startup places like you used to be? Are there other little uh, restaurants that you think are are true Mexicano?
1: Uh, true Mexicano, obviously, um, and I don't think they need the promotion. But <laughs> obviously, I do know that uh, Esperanza's, my wife loves Esperanza so, and every, you know, every other Sunday, I do the menudo from Esperanza. So, uh, cat, cat Mexicana. Need, yeah, I, advertising, but I'll I, I
0: love, I love your, uh, I'm going to love your fish, but catfish Mexicana at Esperanza is, is my yeah. secret recommendation.
1: Yeah. And, and they, they do, um, they do a great job. I think Esperanza is not a hole in the wall, but I think they do a great job with, uh, with the food. Um, Obviously, some of you taquerias, uh, that's a different different deal. Um, because of Corona and, and me not going out, you know, I'm 60 years old, so I guess am trying to be safe. <laughs> um, so I don't, you know, I haven't gone out a lot, to be honest with you. And I hate to say that because I'm, obviously I need people to come out. But uh, I, we don't venture too much. Uh, we haven't for the last year.
0: And of course, I you know you, that's one benefit of having the patios that you have in in right. and Hudson Oaks in particular, is being able to go to the patios. Exactly. You, any any more questions about uh, Tex Mex or Moriscos or, or? Well, uh, you the, know, you brought up the tequila on the tilapia and stuff, and I was just thinking that brought me back to margaritas, and then I was thinking, <laughs> you know, Mother's Day's coming up, and do mothers drink a lot of margaritas?
1: Uh, Yeah, no, uh, you know, people, you know, speaking to your topic, Steve, obviously you're (laughs) enjoying tequila. I think that the the tequila, the the margaritas to go, the drinks to go really proved popular, especially during the pandemic. Uh, I was amazed at the uh, number uh, of gallons that we were selling. and mostly women. <laughs> so, you know, the time to your Mother's Day. Right. Um, so, and and it's not at the same rate that it was during the pandemic, but yeah, no, uh, our mothers really enjoy a good drink, a good margarita. Oh, oh good. I
0: had yeah. A, a, a Mexican martini too is another drink
1: that, that right. mothers like, I think so. So,
0: so yeah, yeah
1: no, they're pretty popular.
0: Over at the Hudson Oak store, they can order the margaritas to go, and the pastor can't see them when they're enjoying them. So Thank <laughs> things work out out there. Well. Okay, well, we, usually, uh, we usually talk about other restaurant news. Some of the other things you'll find in Eats Beat in the Star-Telegram. Uh, the Kimball Art Museum has started. Uh, the cafe's reopening kind of gradually, but they've started an afternoon tea where you have a, a choice of teas with scones nice. and muffins. And uh, a nice little afternoon tea service there every afternoon uh, it's by reservation, but it's two for twenty five or, or you can add an extra pot of tea for five. It's, it's a good deal on afternoon tea That's good. Uh, it, it is a nice deal. It's a very pretty place and you you go and have lunch and have a tea in the Kimball it's uh, and they'll have the full cafe open soon. Uh, right now there's they're serving quiche and sandwiches and and things to go, but they'll have the full uh, cafe service back up running soon. Uh, the Paris coffee shop, Mike Smith retired, but it's still open. The staff and the hard workers, the, the guy who's baking the pies instead of Mike has only been there 20 years. Uh, Mike has been making <laughs> really the pies retire? for 55 years. What's Did he really retire? I Did think Mike read? really retired. I feel you know, for what I could see, he was not in there Monday or Thursday. I, I can't exactly. speak about any other days, but the, the of course, uh, Lou Lambert's partners bought it now along with Roy Pope grocery, which will be opening in a couple of weeks. And, So the uh, Paris and Roy Pope staffs will be working together to bring a lot of good food Uh, There is another uh, Tex-Mex and Mexican restaurant opening on South University Drive, Uh, Maria's from the uh, owner of Pacific Table, Uh, they have uh, restaurants and his family has, uh, Felipe Armenta's family has the leading Tex-Mex restaurant in San Angelo. And so he brought some of that when he opened the tavern uh, but he never has opened a full restaurant like his family. He's going to bring some of his family's recipes and mix them with some uh, finer recipes for a contemporary restaurant on South University Drive where the Hofbrau used to be, so um, right there. So Maria's he'll will be, be opening. Well he'll do really well. It's a great location, and he's just been a success at uh, Pacific Table and, and Press Cafe and all of his restaurants. So yes. you know, he, he'll do well, and he's got that family tradition. He's just like uh, Lanny Lancart, you know, the third, you know, from, from Lanny's of, of having the the family tradition, but the culinary training to go with it. So he's got a great, you need to have a grandson go to culinary school. Lippie, do you have, you have a, you have a grandson who wants to open a four-star restaurant anywhere? (laughs) Oh, okay. I see. (laughs)
1: There's
0: There's the future chef. All right, good. Yeah. And then all the restaurants in Mule Alley, I think they'll be packed for, for Mother's Day. I think, uh, is certainly the Hotel Drover in 97 West at the the Drover uh, will have a, a big buffet. And then we now know that Tim Love is going to open a restaurant there called Paloma Suerte. That will be uh, his own Tim Love's Mexican restaurant. So oh, really? Everybody's getting into the act, Everybody, you know, I, I think when when, I, when people say, where's the best Mexican food in Fort Worth? Uh, I always tell them to go to 1500 block of North Main because, you know, you have the different yeah. choices there between uh, you know, Los Asaderos, Right. With it's really hot sauce and it's green chicken enchiladas right. and Little Amy's and Nuevo León around the back of the block. And then right. they'll always find you and you're the, the anchor restaurant there. So I, I tell them to go there. I would say that people argue over Joe T's, but nobody ever argues about whether they like La Playa Maya. La Playa Maya yeah. and yeah. also El Paseo are the restaurants that I think people agree about and take friends to over and over again. Uh, you you been said you you said you'd only been to Fort Worth once or twice before you opened your restaurant. Is that right?
1: Yes. yes. It was a little submissions that you don't want to do, but yeah, I was uh, I was a GM in Dallas and the opportunity came up to do something on my own. And it was the uh, Casa Magallon was the place that was on that little house. And she made me a deal. I could not refuse. I came over and a friend on a friend's recommendation and they said you'll do well if you target, you know, the Hispanic because nobody's going after them. And I, I was 27. I didn't know any better. <laughs> I think I called myself an idiot a 27, idiot with no sense, coming to a brand new place. And it was the best decision I ever made, uh, as far as the business. Yeah, opening up on the north side, because it's been a blessing. The city's been great to us. Um, you know, we worship here at holy family for 33 years my kids went through holy family nolan so uh, obviously we love the city uh i wish i would have come earlier
0: <laughs> well thank you and you know it, yeah, i can't believe you'll apply mine's been here 33 years now you're not the little bitty hole in the wall anymore here well
1: so we five, grew up a little
0: <laughs> five big restaurants north side south side west four, side and hudson yeah. four big restaurants yeah north yeah. side south side Westside Side and Hudson Oaks and uh, yes, you know the Playa Maya four locations, you know, all with the same menu and reasonable prices. And right. uh Lupi, it's really great to have you on the show. You're really good at explaining uh the, the difference to us thank in the, the the taco places and the mariscos and, and and you have a little bit of everything. So yes. thank you. It's well, great, thank to, you for great having to have great thank you for to have you. Me. Steve, any other news? I think that's it. Okay, all right. Well then until next time. I, Until the next Eat, Speak podcast, I'm Bud Kennedy. And Steve Wilson.